This is MC Hot Waffle coming in at you live from Blanket Four Books. Just kidding. This is Rachel. But I am now going by MC Hot Waffle for all I you out there. It. Thank you. I'm going to update it on my social meds. I support your DJing career. If that's the name you want to have, then absolutely. It's MC your Hot choice. Waffle. MC Hot Waffle. <laughs> it's your decision. It is my decision and the decision is made. We are going to talk about media Excuse today. Me. I'm Whitney. And I was about to introduce <laughs> you. Okay, fine. We're gonna talk about media. By the way, here's Winnie and Gabe. You can find I'm Gabe at Board Seed on Twitter and Whitney at Witten Wisdoms on Twitter or on YouTube. Follow them. Thanks. Enough of a push. MC Hot Waffle knows what she's doing. I just Thanks. have one question. Yep. How are we feeling about Ariana Grande? I I um have not progressed yet on that album, but I can tell you that positions the title track <laughs> is in fact a bop. I love this update. I look forward to it every week. I hope you loved my unique update. Yes, I can't wait to hear what you have to say next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What are we into this week, guys? Um, not much. <laughs> Just Nothing kidding. at Just all. Just kidding. Of course. I'm in a community again. <gasps> yes. So basically what happened is that when I was on my leap year between high school and actually doing leap something year? with myself, it was... Gap year? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was leaping into the future with a gap year. It was my gap year. Um, I was doing a lot of baking by myself in my parents kitchen I remember this Mm -hmm. a lot of baking pies and bread and then like cooking anyway it's pretty fun and then I was like I need to get a show so I started watching community and I loved it so much that I watched it so fast and then I was on the last season and I just refused to watch it and to date I've never seen the end of it because I just didn't want to let go I wasn't ready to let go I understand that so is this when you decided to... To restart it from the beginning and stop paying attention to what episode or season I'm in so I won't realize when I'm in the next season. I had to do that with Brooklyn Nine-Nine, too. It was just a Band-Aid I couldn't rip off. So, that's what I'm doing. Jeff Winger, I love him. Britta. Abed's my favorite. And Childish I, Gambino's in it. That's his real name. Yeah. I really relate to Annie. And I feel like I'm always going to relate to Annie. Annie and I love her. Annie Adderall. Yeah. Dave, <laughs> have you watched Community? Yeah, like some. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of it on Rachel's couch, too. In between, like on my lunch break. Yeah, I also watched it all, too, around the time that Rachel did. And it's so, so good. good. And I just think that Chevy Chase does a really good job of yeah. being ridiculous. Yes, yes. yes. And oh, what's Senior Chang, Chang's real name? Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong, right. I, funny. I say this every time, but I'm very attracted to him. Is anyone with me? <laughs> Crickets. Like, I've only ever seen maybe. him scream and be crazy, so like I can't. Give yeah, good, good I love character. him as a judge on The Masked Singer, even though I don't really watch that. I've watched one episode, but yeah, yeah. Um, what am I into this week? Oh, I, I'm really into Mass Effect, <gasps> and that's Yay. what I'm going to talk about. So. Ga- this is like Gabe's favorite game series. Would yeah. you say it's your all-time fave? 
like right now yes is that the one with the flying whale that's final fantasy (laughs) never mind yeah um yeah I i would say it's like basically my fave it's probably the ones i can imagine replaying the most yeah and i i didn't really grow up playing video games i'm not a huge video game player i'm not very good but i am getting better and um i've been playing the series from the beginning and it's been such a good time and i'm like Am I halfway through the third one? You're like two thirds of the way through the third <gasps> That's one. That's so sad. But I don't want to be done. You also did all the DLC, so you're especially two thirds of the no, way through. No, I'm going to cry. Um, and I am just like very obsessed with it right now. Last time Gabe came over, I played it for 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like, there with you for 10 hours. For 10 hours, we it, just sat on my couch playing Mass Effect. I was just like, it didn't feel like, it didn't feel like it. It's just especially emotional because, like, all of, like, my friends from the other games are coming back. And mm-hmm. you're, like, saying your final goodbyes and people are dying. It's the finale. It's just so good. They just announced that they're releasing it remastered for the PS4 and Xbox One and stuff. And Can't wait. I am going to buy that shit and play it again. It's just so good. And this time... Caden will be alive and not Ashley. Yeah, I made the mistake of if anyone knows the game in the in the the first game, you basically choose one of your um, your squad members to die. And I hated Ashley from the beginning, but I kind of accidentally saved her instead of Caden. And I've had to live with her for the entire game series and I can't stand her. But it's really fun to just like be a bitch to her the whole time. Yeah, it's really satisfying. (laughs) Yeah, but I can't wait for Caden to be back. (laughs) He can be your bro. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's been such a fun time. I'm just like a quirky gamer girl. What can I say? We need to, I'm going to do a similar Ariana Grande update with you about Mm -hmm. this after you get to the ending. No, I'm not ready. If anyone's listening, Whitney opted out of having the extended cut DLC installed. So she's getting the launch controversial ending. So nobody spoil it for her, but you know that she might have some things to say. (laughs) I don't know how I've like managed not to get any spoilers. Because you probably just weren't looking in like the game in zones on the internet in 2013. Otherwise you probably would have. (laughs) True. I'm just, I really don't want it to end and there's no more. Well, unless you want to. Because you said Andromeda sucks. Well, you could still give it a chance. Some people like it. I just think it's a bit, bit of a series betrayal. Hmm. But that's after, all. we're going to play Dragon Age. Yeah, and that's going to be great. So I'm excited for that, but I am going to miss Mass Effect because it's I'm, I'm really attached to it. I think about it every day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boys. The romance option that I chose was devastating. Yeah. I'm still sad about it. Anyway. You can't love a dying man. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's a dialogue option. You can every- <laughs> choose to say if you want to break up with her love interest. Yeah, every time I would talk to him because he's he's ill, he has like 
basically essentially cancer right yeah like for his race um and every time i would talk to him there'd be like all like the regular options and then over on the side it would be like i can't love a dying man (laughs) (laughs) or you could just basically be like this isn't working you were fun while it lasted enjoy dying alone i'm gonna go f someone else now wow (laughs) it was devastating except somehow in a polite way yeah (laughs) well Anyway, Gabe, what are you into? I finished an audio book called Daisy Jones <gasps> and the Six oh my by God. Taylor Jenkins oh my Reid. God. Oh my God. One of my favorite books of all time. And that, if you ever, if you ever listen to an audio book, if you haven't listened to an audio book before, pick this one because it's got a full cast and it's just... It's written down like a transcription of interviews and conversations or like a documentary. So when you listen to it, it's just the characters talking like they're little asides and that's how the story is told. And it's about these uh, members of a band, former members of a band um, from the 1970s called The Six featuring daisy jones who eventually joins him and it's basically a parallel a fictional parallel on fleetwood mac and the controversies and the characters that you know made their 70s career what it was and it's very much it's still it's like you can see some of the obvious parallels like the characters but then it really goes off and does its own thing and that was kind of the most surprising thing it's I found it kind of depressing, but it was yeah, it was very sad. The just the memorable character dialogue and the the imagery that it was so good at putting in my head for everything. It was unbelievable. Yeah, that is one of like the best audiobooks out there. Like you can't beat an audiobook with a full cast. Hmm. That's I didn't even know they did that if I'm going to be honest. Yeah, me either. So now that's why I'm pumped about audiobooks now. Yeah. Audiobooks are amazing. I'm going to take this chance to go into the segue of the main topic of this because my movie has to do with audiobooks. Does it? <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, so I don't think we said, but the topic of this episode is we are going to be talking about 2009 Oscar nominations. Um, we were brainstorming episodes, episode ideas, and I threw this out as an example and then we just went with it. It was just a really good year for <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. I had seen quite a few of them. Like Gabe and I have talked about Changeling on the podcast like three times. And then when we looked it up, this was the year it was nominated for Oscars. <laughs> like I thought that yeah. was kind of funny. And The Duchess was nominated, which is so good. Wally, Bolt, Kung Fu Wally. Panda. <laughs> Eva. Sorry. Um, Wait, Kung Fu Panda and Wally came out the same year. Yeah. What a time. Great year for movies and bolt that's underrated um so the one i chose i was going between a few there are quite a few that i want to see i chose the reader have you seen it gabe yes i think both me and rachel have seen that at one point see i was all pumped up because when i may have briefly discussed that i wanted to watch that but didn't so all clear um i don't remember anything about it but, like, I feel like I definitely would have wanted to watch that because I am Kate Winslet for everyone who doesn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel is Kate Winslet and Meryl Streep. I'm both. Yeah. yeah truly. Um, 
This is what I thought. I'd never watched it before, but I do love me some Kate Winslet. Um, this, I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this came out in 2008, obviously. <laughs> um, directed by Stephen Daldry, and it was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Best Achievement in Directing, Best Writing and Adapted Screenplay, Best Achievement in Cinematography, and Kate Winslet was nominated for Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role, and she won that one. <gasps> I didn't Which is well-deserved, I have to say. So. I gotta see it again. Oh my God, it was yeah, so good. Same. It traumatized me in a way I wasn't expecting. However, so I'm gonna read the synopsis from um, Letterboxd, and then I'm gonna tell you why I have a problem with the synopsis from Letterboxd. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So I really, I'm going to go into both sides of this because I didn't want to just sit here and be like, yeah, it was a good movie. I liked it. I want to say what I liked about it and what I didn't like about it, but I did love the movie. Okay. Um, okay. So this is a synopsis. The story of Michael Berg, a German lawyer who as a teenager in the late 1950s had an affair with an older woman, Hannah, who then disappeared only to resurface years later as one of the defendants in a war crimes trial stemming from her actions as a concentration camp guard late in the war. He alone realizes that Hannah is illiterate and may be concealing that fact at the expense of her freedom. So this was very intriguing. I remember none of that. I suddenly remember all of that. What the hell? That's a lot. The more you read, the more I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. But hold on, though. Is your problem with the synopsis that it spoils the whole film? Because that's kind of what I feel like. No. Was the whole the whole movie. I don't remember anything else. I don't think that spoils anything. I thought the war criminal part was like revealed like near the end and it was like a surprise. No, it was revealed in the middle. Because then there's like a whole thing about the result of that trial and what happens after. Wow, I've got like a really distorted memory of that movie, but like, wow, that's that's crazy stuff. So my problem with the synopsis is primarily that I don't think it properly discusses what the movie is about because it really focuses on Hannah, and I think Hannah is the antagonist. Is that me? Yes. Okay. That is Kate Winslet's character. Yeah, I forgot. Um, I think the synopsis and kind of the general feel of the movie um, is that we want to feel bad for Hannah because she's illiterate. And I don't think that's right. <laughs> I think there is an undertone. I also think the word affair being used is not accurate because when they have this relationship, um, he's a 15-year-old boy. And she is in her late 30s. So it is very problematic. Um, it is abuse. It is manipulation. I think Hannah is like the epitome of evil. She is a literally a Nazi who feels no remorse for anything that she did in the war. Um, she's killed hundreds and hundreds of people and picked out her favorites to be murdered, which is lovely. And that is my main problem with the synopsis. I thought it was very misleading. I think that... The base of this story is about Michael, and I think it is about his trauma. Um, Because of this relationship that he had with Hannah when he was only 15, he's unable to have any stable relationships in his life. He is very hung up on her. He, this is what he thought love was. Um, And it completely stunts his emotional growth. We follow him as he becomes an adult, as he becomes a lawyer. um, And you can tell he is still 
mentally 15, which is devastating. Um, there are some, some scenes. Another problem I had with this movie was that it, it had some pointed scenes that seemed to, like it was telling you how it wanted you to feel about a certain thing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. which is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. I like, I like to come to my own conclusions, um, but it really felt like it was, it was shoving the fact that poor Hannah was illiterate down my throat, when it really had nothing to do with anything. Like, it, was a, it he, was a little bit confusing. I don't even know if you mentioned it. Like, for some reason, I feel like you didn't. But isn't it called The Reader? Because, like, he reads to her. Yeah, I was getting into that. That's why it's related to <laughs> audiobooks because oh, okay. she, her entire thing, and why she is extra evil is because she doesn't want to admit to anyone that she's illiterate. It's her big, deep, dark secret. So she finds people who are weak and where she is a dominant person in a position of power, such as with Michael when he's a 15-year-old boy, and she was a guard at Auschwitz with, she would take young girls and make them read to her um, because they had no choice. And then she would send them to her death so they couldn't tell anyone. Oh my God. Um, so yeah, she would make Michael read and then she would um, sleep with him because she assumed that's what he wanted, which he might have as a 15 year old boy, but he was very young and that led to a lot of trauma. I'm disturbed. It was very disturbing. It was so disturbing. I don't really remember. I think I've seen this. I really thought I have. <laughs> um, I think I just wa- like looked at the poster for it so much I, that like, I think I watched it. I feel it. like I vividly, maybe this is a completely different movie, but does she have like an apartment that he goes to or something? Yes. Is there like an underpass thing that they meet each other in in like the rain? Yes. Why, why do I remember that crystal clear, but I don't remember anything else about I don't movie? know. That's like one of the most memorable, like, just scenes that I've ever gotten in my head. But the thing is, is I don't remember the rest of the movie. Well, it was like, it feels like the whole movie is telling you, and maybe this was the intent, if it was genius. But it feels like the movie is telling you a forced story and something that, like... How do I explain this? She was forcing stories. Yes. Line connection. <laughs> it feels like the movie is, is, is hiding something. It was like three quarters of the way through the movie when I made the connection and I was like, holy shit, this story is just about Michael's trauma. Like, obviously, in the beginning, I was like, this is fucked. This is abuse. But three quarters of the way, you're like, this is messed up if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. um and i am going to talk about the ending without giving any spoilers but so the ending i found very unsatisfactory because at the very end it fades to black with michael telling his his grown daughter about hannah they're just like standing there in the rain and he's like so there was this woman and then it like fades to black i thought that was really sad and really like not the ending that i wanted for him it just seemed like he still looked back on Hannah so, um, like, so, like, lovingly. Well, I think you would and, if you were in that position. Yeah, but he was also so tied to her. Like, he was a grown-ass man 
who was married and had a daughter and he was still writing to her and he would record audiobooks for her because obviously they didn't exist and he would send them to her on cassettes and he was doing this his whole cur- like his whole life like he could not get away from her well i think that's very that sad speaks a lot because it does i just wasn't happy with the ending oh i think it's realistic but i i think it should have gone a little differently but then it wouldn't be realistic no but i think it could have been realistic in a different way i need to watch it I can't have I'm too much I'm trying to, to discuss it without giving a major spoiler. Okay, don't give a spoiler. I'm not going to, but like, I think, I think you would understand a little bit more if you knew like the big spoiler. I don't need it. I was in it. I remember <laughs> everything. <No. laughs> um, well, there's also a scene at the end where like someone's like talking to him about um, Hannah. It's the daughter of. No, it's not the daughter. Sorry. It was a little girl who survived Auschwitz when Hannah was the guard. And she's talking to him and he's admitting like the relationship that they had. And she was like, that's devastating. And he like shrugs it off and was like, she did so much worse to so many other people. And like, it made me cry. It's like, that's so sad. But I think this whole movie wouldn't have had to exist. And I think Hannah would have lived a better life and become a better person if audiobooks existed. <laughs> yeah. So if you get in a time machine, people. Yeah. Drop off some audiobooks around Auschwitz. Yeah. <clears throat> also, the makeup that they did on Kate Winslet to make her look old kind of blew my mind. And the cinematography was so beautiful. It should have won that category. I don't know what won that category, but oh my God, it I was beautiful. Like- so maybe since you just read us your movie, you should bring us up the, like the nominations chart to refer to. Okay, so I just looked it up, and Slumdog Millionaire won for best cinematography, which I've never seen, and that was when I was also considering. So maybe we'll have to revisit two thousand nine Oscar nominees until we finish them all. Well, that is what I watched. I, I watched. To say. I watched one too. I'm raising my hand. I watched one too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good job. What did you watch? I have never heard of it until I watched it last night. Frozen River. I'm looking at Gabe to make sure he didn't choose that one. I didn't. Okay. Um, yeah. So I had uh, never heard of this one, but uh, let's read you a Wikipedia first paragraph. It's how I live my life. Frozen River is a 2008 American crime drama film written and directed by Courtney Hunt. The screenplay focuses on two working class women who smuggle illegal immigrants from Canada to the United States. Do I want to say what it received yet? No. Say what it was nominated for and then what it received. It received two nominations of Best Actress for Melissa Leo and Best Original Screenplay by Courtney Hunt. Mine received more. Okay. I'm just so it was good. I kind of liked it a little bit because when it first started, like the opening scene, I was like, this feels like a woman's network channel movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, which sometimes means it's going to be uh, the best because focused on the plot, not the budget. And, mm-hmm. um, anyway, no, it was really good. It had that one kid from the middle in it. No one seems to know him except the me. The angsty teen. He had a good heart. 
He was like, Mom, you don't do anything for me. He's like, Mom, you don't do anything for us. Let me help. And she's like, no. But then he brought his brother Hot Wheels. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. So honestly, one thing that I'm a little annoyed about with this movie is that I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But when I read this first, a friend who will not be named, Winnie, <laughs> and uh, I was like, why are they... <laughs> illegally immigrating from Canada to the United States like in our mind because we're full of ourselves in Canada we're like why are you leaving Canada <laughs> and they never ever once addressed any of their stories it was just like but they did very lightly they were like they buy people from other countries yeah but to come and work yeah they to work off their debt for getting them immigrated yeah and they get them immigrated because but why, they get free labor yeah but why do they want to get out of Canada is what I mean. Their situation is that they're picking up these people from Canada to finally get them to the States. Oh, but I you see don't know you their story of where they came from, yeah. why they were in Canada, why they're leaving Canada and why they need to go to the States other than they're a part of this business. So if you don't know that, then what's the movie actually about? It's not about the immigrants. It's about, that's like a kind of almost a minor detail <laughs> because okay. it's about these two working class women who one just embodies the United States. It reminded me of good girls but it's not like a comedy yeah but it did remind me of good girls i can see that i've only seen one episode of good girls but like yes yeah and i mean like the main character um her name is ray she is kind of screwed she married a guy off of one of the reservations who was addicted to gambling and then he just would peace out and take all their money and she was just screwed left with two kids that was her hardship She's also super racist and like super racist. And like, I, I guess she, she's, she's from New York state and that's where she lives. She lives very close to the reservation where there seems to be a lot of friction between these two communities. And she ends up partnering up with Lila, Lila, Layla. I forget how they said her name. Who um, is native on the reservation and was just like up to no good. Like she was the one who started the smuggling. And then even though they hate each other, they become friends. (laughs) But like, to be fair, although I'm not giving it a very good like, you need to watch this. Like me and Whitney were on the edge of our seats in so many situations. We were. Yeah, I did cheat and I did fully watch the movie. (laughs) But it was. Yeah, it was. Like there were some pretty tense moments because it's, it just goes to show how so like it's called frozen river because there's a part between New York state and a part of Canada that I didn't care to look up where, what city it was. I think because they go, they go Quebec. to Montreal. So yeah, it must be but Quebec. I don't know where in Quebec it borders, yeah. but anyway, and it's just a frozen river with no, like, it's just like most of the border. There's no signs or anything. It's just land that becomes the other part of the land. And they have to drive across this river and it's super dangerous. And there's troopers on one side and RCMP on the other. So you just can't get caught. And you just like go and pick these people up, shove them in your trunk and hope they don't stop you. Now, the um, the Lila, Lila, whatever, she was always like, well, you're white, Ray. So they're not going to stop you like they won't because that they're not going to think that you're a smuggler. And for most of the time that was right. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was really good. I liked it. I just wish they would have explored a little bit more of the background of why this is such a prominent thing. 
in and out of Canada? Because yeah. I know it is. I just don't really know that much about it. I agree. I'm wondering if it's just because it's easier to immigrate to Canada than it is to America. Well, I guess like most people who are coming, because a lot of them, there were Chinese and there were... Um, Pakistan. Pakistan. Were th- was that it? Was that the I only think th- that's it. Yeah. In the movie, that's all they addressed. But I'm assuming that they were coming from other parts of the world and Canada was just on the way. And then mm-hmm. they wanted to get to, you know, the American dream. Yeah. But that was never addressed. Never addressed why they immigrated this way. And mm-hmm. not like where anyway, I just wish there was a little more backstory. I agree. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. And I do recommend it. Um, it was really well done. It never won anything. <laughs> it was oh. just nominated. It, I was looking through the Wikipedia page. It did win a lot of awards in other not the Academy yeah. <laughs> Awards, other non-Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, it was really good. And I, I've never heard of it. And I'm glad I watched it. And it makes you want to go learn more. Yeah, it was. That was my presentation. Are there any questions? <laughs> What'd you watch? I know what you watch. Can I guess? Wait. Well, so I think I'm surprised that you didn't pick this movie because I feel like. I wanted to. That's why I asked you because I knew you picked it. And I was upset because <sighs> the premise. How did you just know? Because. What is it, doubt? Yeah. Yeah. I was going back and forth like I was talking to Rachel and I wanted to watch that one so badly because Amy Adams, but I knew because and Meryl Streep, and Meryl Rachel's Street. in it. Oh, I'm in all of the 09. How did I have any time to do anything in 2008? I don't know. I know, but that's the one I truly wanted to watch, but you stole it from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. Was it good though? Because I still want to watch it. Yes. Do, you, do you have it? Yeah, I have you it. You sent it to me? Yeah. I mean the DVD. Yeah. Via mail, Canada Post. Yes. Okay, down okay. the street. It was good. Okay, All right, that was the, the episode, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, what was it nominated for? Well, so I watched Out 2008, and it's got Meryl Streep <gasps> and Philip Seymour Hoffman, Amy <gasps> Adams, and Viola Davis in it. I love Amy Adams so much. So I like saying Philip Seymour Hoffman. This is a cast, and it's directed right. by John Patrick Shanley, who actually wrote the play that this is based off of a few years earlier. Um, so to give you an idea what it's about, it takes place in a Roman Catholic elementary school in the 60s led by sister Aloysius. I don't know how, I don't remember how to say that, but she's that played, me? yeah, she's played by Rachel yes. Meryl Streep uh, and sister James, Amy Adams tells Meryl Streep that father Flynn, amazingly portrayed by Philip Seymour Hoffman might be paying too much attention to the school's only black student, Donald Miller, thus leading to Aloysius investigating Flynn's suspicious behavior. <gasps> And the film also features Viola Davis as uh, Donald Miller's mother. I'm so intrigued. Spoil the whole thing for me right now. Just kidding. Don't. I'll watch it. But like, it's really the thing. You know what the best part about it is? I'll give you a spoiler. That's not a spoiler. Okay. And this is probably the best thing I took away from that movie is that the movie doesn't spoil. You, You don't get a spoiler. Like there's no outcome. There's no answer. It's open ended. Is that what you mean? This is me. Oh. Well, it's called doubt. Yeah. And you got the way that it hits that Roman Catholic doubt. Yeah. (laughs) 
when it just hits that word, like, you know, you're just like, damn, like, I, I don't even know. I can't really say too much because, you know, it was a type of movie where it was an hour 43, but it felt like it was only like 25 minutes long. Oh, I love those movies. Me too. Because it was just like, I just realized that by the end of it, I'm like, what? What did we just spend the whole hour 43 doing? I don't remember. Yeah, like it just kind of went back, went by in a blur. And I'm like, not that much happened, but it was still amazing. And all the performances were really good. I worked Um, hard on that. Yeah, I can I can imagine. And it was it was just weird because they were it was like they were all unrecognizable, except for Philip Seymour Hoffman. He looks pretty the same, but he I was really sold on all their characters but yeah the main takeaway is that there's there's no spoilers in this movie oh i want to watch it so bad so what what was it nominated uh, for did it win uh, rachel philip seymour hoffman amy adams and viola davis were all nominated for acting academy awards they they were all up in those categories um, and Shanley, uh, the director was also nominated for best adapted screenplay. I, the thing is, is I don't think it won anything. It only got the nominations, but that's a lot of nominations. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's enough to be nominated. Yeah. I'd accept it. Nominated like seven times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to go watch that now. Me too. I really Bye. wanted to see that one. Well, I, I'm glad I watched the reader because it was so good. I also watched Wally right after I watched mine, by the way. I watched five minutes of Wally and then I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I just, there's not that much more to say about my, I mean, it, I, I could talk about it looked pretty and the music was good. It was a very specific vibe. Um, it's very, it gave me a, an outlook on the 60s that I was just like, oof, wouldn't want to be in that situation. <laughs> yeah. Whitney, what are some of the other movies that were nominated or won? Because we've definitely seen like all of them. So I haven't. Two thousand. I need to get up on it. I've never seen The Duchess. Yeah. Oh my god, The Duchess oh, was so yeah, that is really good. good. That's a favorite. I'm obsessed with Keira Knightley. Oh, so, I love Keira Knightley. For Sorry, best actress, we have The Reader, Frozen River. Um, Anne Hathaway was nominated for Rachel Getting Married. I did not get married, but whatever. I think I've seen it. Um, and then Angelina Jolie for Changeling, which is a great movie, and we're going to talk about it every single episode. <laughs> um, and then Meryl Streep for Doubt. You were nominated twice, Rachel, and you won. Wow. Um, best Actor, we have Sean Penn in Milk, Brad Pitt from The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Wait, last night when he was t- trying to google where she could watch milk but just typed in milk so then just is like reading shit on google about the drink milk i don't know why i thought it would work (laughs) anyway um oh we the visitor was one that was nominated which was one i was considering too but i forget what it was about now have you seen the visitor maybe that sounds really familiar what is it um let me investigate so this is also about immigrants. Big year. So synopsis, Walter Vale returns home from a trip to find Tarek and Zainab, two illegal immigrants, living in his apartment. They get along well till Tarek lands in trouble and risks being deported. That's fun. I want to come home and just have two new roommates. They don't. But they, they get along well. 
I have Disney. a one-bedroom apartment. I don't Same. think I saw that. Um, also, Frost Nixon. I didn't um, see Nixon. Everyone loved that's Nixon. That's a political drama. You love your political dramas. Um, also, The there. Wrestler. Um, the Dark Knight. Heath Ledger won oh, yeah. Best Supporting Actor, and he's the only one who has won that post-death, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Melt Revolutionary Road. I do remember that one. Yeah. Um, Man, I was busy <laughs> that year. Tropic Thunder, Best Picture, Slumdog Millionaire One, and then we have Frost Nixon, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, The Reader, and Milk. Milk. What else? The Duchess was nominated for Best Production Design. Yes. Defiance was nominated for Best Original Score, and so was Wally. Wally. Um. Wanted, nominated for Best Sound Mixing. Iron Man, Best Sound Editing. Vicky Cristina Barcelona won, which I do really love that movie. What did it win? Um, Best Supporting Actress, Penelope Cruz. Oh, yeah. I think she was really good in that movie. Mm -hmm. Viola Davis and Amy Adams were both nominated for this from Doubt, too, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Australia. That was another one I was considering watching. We watched Australia. We Australia. Did. What was that nominated for? It was nominated for best costume design. Definitely confusing it with Lawrence of Arabia, it though, was in my brain. Three hours. <laughs> well, that's because Lawrence of Arabia is also a three hours. ten thousand years long, and I think we watched them very close to each other in we, our. I believe we did. Australia's. I don't recall it even being that good, but it was for some reason three hours. Mm. <laughs> Um, there Will Be Blood was nominated for Best Cinematography. Wait. We watched that. I don't think we did. I, I don't think I've ever seen might it, sadly, have down- but I should. Loaded it. <laughs> I tried to change my word. I don't know why, but I just had like a flashback of me watching Blood Diamond with Leonardo DiCaprio in my computer room on my dad's desktop computer. <laughs> I think that came out the year before. I just like that flashed through my mind, and I just remember Is sitting Daniel Day Lewis in There Will Be Blood. I, I think so. For Best Animated Feature, there were three nominees, and it was Wally, Kung Fu Panda, and Bolt. <laughs> Wally, duh. Yeah, it won. I think that's pretty much all that was nominated that year. It was a good year. Oh, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army, for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Never heard of that. And then there were documentaries. I. Was considering watching a documentary, too. But. Oh, how ironic. I don't know. I was trying to make you sound like a hipster. Sorry. Sorry. Can we please have a podcast where we just have a moment where we just roast each other about one specific thing? Like the time Gabe bought a flying whale for 30 USD. Yes, but I did enable that. <laughs> I, well, I needed some encouragement. Yeah. And I, I honestly don't regret the purchase. Can we just like have a roasting session? That'd be really fun. I feel like I'm just going to, I'm going to run out of ideas and then I'll just say mean stuff by accident. That's all it needs to be because. Like the TikTok trend that's like, it's the not showering for a week for me. You know it? No. No. Oh. You're the only one on TikTok because you're 13. See, roasting is so easy. You dumb bitch. You're on TikTok too. Yeah, I go on it when people send it to me because you want to know why? Because they got me. Because every time somebody sends me a link to a TikTok, it plays the TikTok. 
and then it's like other options of watching things that we think you'd like and i think i would and then it doesn't let me click on them unless well, i get a account. gen z is really fucking talented and i have no apologies so go away 13. anyway okay oh. questions you're 13 now i'm mad we can't do a roast <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's love roasting my friends because i love you so much well i give you permission that if you can think of a roast you have full permission to do it it's just i don't think i can remember i, I don't think i can just you're grasp so good at roasting. Just says mean things all the time that's what roasting like, is you just say it and just make sure everyone laughs yeah after. but it, it has to come with inspiration i can't just on the spot be like oh let's dig up dirt like that one time I like met you somewhere and I was wearing makeup and you were like oh my god you look prom ready all you need is some dry shampoo and I was like excuse me and you were like well we both know you didn't wash your hair today okay I've that was such a backhanded compliment canceled by the internet because that was told to you in confidence and I thought we were speaking on a friendly level I I, that was a, that was <laughs> spoken out of trust. I'm not mad. I just think it's hilarious. I yeah. would expect you to watch out for me in the same way. Walking by each other, you need to wash your hair. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're in public and you can't do that right Let's now. Also, just make it very clear. I'm pretty sure I was 17 or something when I said that. It was a while ago. Or like maybe 19. I'm going to go with 21. No. It wasn't high school for sure. You're probably living it wasn't university. Like it happened. Where did this happen again? Do you remember? At a McDonald's that Rachel dropped me off at because I slept at her parents' house. I just left you at a McDonald's? Well, I was meeting Gabe. Oh, okay. I just thought it was like, I think get you out. work or something. So I'd left that you at was, hmm. I was probably 20. <laughs> <laughs> You knew better. <laughs> oh, Wendy, do you have some questions for us? Oh, I forgot that this was a segment, even though it's my favorite segment. And you're the only one who can do the segment. Well, I think we need to switch it up. Maybe next time you guys ask me a question. Except I don't want to be put on the spot. It's going to be roast motivated. Yeah, or just a roast confrontation where you have to pick something that's roast worthy and then the problem get an is we just really just confront each other about things we really don't like about each other. Yeah, and then you have to defend yourself. Oh, the problem is I lived with Gabe for like three years, so I feel like he has a lot of material. He has a lot of ammo. I do, but, but I have a lot of, of ammo too. Some of it's boring though. Yeah, like normal roommate stuff. But I don't know. I'm very sensitive. Yeah, well, me and Gabe will roast each no, other. No, I can be roasted. Fuck you. Roast me. I always do. Right now. No, I roast Matt. Yeah. <laughs> this question is inspired by a book I haven't read. Mm-hmm. Brought to you by something I don't know. Approximate knowledge about many things. Yes. <laughs> so this book is inspired by If Cats Disappeared from the World, which is a book that the synopsis sounds amazing and I want to read it, but I haven't read it. But the synopsis is that this guy is dying and he, the devil comes to him and is like, I will give you an additional 24 hours if you make one thing disappear from the world. So you can do as much as you want for an additional 24 hours on earth. So my question is, 
what would you make disappear if you had this set up? And you can't say nothing because you just gave me a look. I'm gonna. I'm obviously not going to mess with the devil. That's the worst idea. No, 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 no. no it's fine. Like, nothing's going to happen. Ignore the devil. Just pretend it's like a normal thing. Okay. So you can make... But it has to disappear from the entire world. Like, it never existed. So I think the book goes into things like, obviously, if cats disappeared, how sad life would be. Well, obviously, I'm going to pick a disease. No, I'm kidding. I have to pick a real... <laughs> um, that would be really smart. Gabe. I'm just trying to you think to of first. something that wronged me. <laughs> Is it Lego? just, like, from today going forward? Or is it from um, all time? You see, I didn't read the book. However, I want to say all I, time. Yeah, I'm going to say it's never existed. Really? You're going to mess with the ecosystem like that? I know, but that's what caused the black plague. Ooh. Oh, you are changing the future. I know. That's a good one, I think. What's the okay? I, I don't think gross. this. I don't think this can be my real answer. Well, you can have multiple answer because every time you make one thing disappear from the world, you get an extra 24 hours. Well, the thing is. Oh. Wait. What? Yeah. So every time like you make one thing disappear from the world, you get another day of life. So if you want to live for another year, you can take away 364 things, 65 things. How many days oh, are in a year? <laughs> I, I would probably, I, I would just go on for like a year. And at the end of my sad movie, I'd make myself disappear. No, you can't Weep do for that. me. Oh. Well, the thing is, is I thought of a unique object that I would make disappear. But I feel Ooh, like what? this can't be my real answer because it has to be something that is more general what's the volcano that blew up pompeii <laughs> let's get rid of that vesuvius mont vesuvius yeah was it Vesuvia, what is mount it called vesuvius yeah I, I mean that's that's a good one what would what would life be like if they had survived nothing would change I don't know how big they were but like I don't know I mean like they were in a city that like close to italy like close to rome Rome still did its thing. How do I prevent Rome from getting <laughs> obliterated? What do I have to get rid of? I think you need to make it get obliterated harder so there's no Roman Catholic. Uh, I can't. I don't think that object. Go Greece. Wait, I think I know from like history that like, of course, as they would, there was probably a weapon that was used against them, like a catapult or something. <laughs> what if we just? What if I just got rid of all catapults? Think about yeah. the, the medieval <gasps> wars that would have been different. I Who just had a lived? genius idea. All guns. Ooh. Not been to a get. lot more. Everyone would know how to use swords now. I would prefer a sword because if you're going to kill me, like, let's make it a battle. Let's make it a battle and then very slow and painful. Yeah. 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 Oh, I would do like, like Lego for real. Cause like, who the fuck needs Lego? And also they hurt. Um, How often have you stepped on Lego? Every day. You have no children. Don't judge me. Do you have Lego? No. Then they I just don't... show up. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would also do like soup. Oh. General wet foods. You, I can't. What do you, no craft dinner? I'd sacrifice it. No pasta. So you're just going to eat dry shit? No like wet foods cereal. Oatmeal without water. That's probably okay. what you I like used to, to eat. do that. You're in done, bud. Middle school. Oh, <laughs> I oh, used to in eat middle school, not I when used... you were like four. No, I used school. to eat packets of peaches and cream, Quaker okay. oats. I dry. get stealing like one or two, 
Because you're like, mm, this is a good flavor. But eat the whole freaking thing. Yeah. It I, just expanded your stomach. Like the people that eat dry Mr. Noodles. I still do that. I did no. that yesterday. No. <laughs> I used, my that's, mom used to not let me horrifying. use the whole flavor pack. Oh, I throw away the flavor pack and I eat dry Mr. Noodles with okay. no flavor. <laughs> that might be worse. <laughs> that might be worse. I like my foods dry. And I like, oh, flavorless. I like sometimes, but the, I like dry, overcooked white meat chicken. Dark meat can literally die, but I, I like it dark dry. Meat. That's where the flavor is. Uh, it's like mushy and fatty and like slimy. None of the above is true. <laughs> All of it is true. Ooh, I get rid of bones. <laughs> <laughs> I want sloppy chickens. <laughs> I just meant like in, in food, food, but then I realized that that would get rid of like have human seen, bones. Have you seen the 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 boneless chicken cartoons where it's a boneless chicken farm and all of them are just like hanging over the fence because they have no bones? No. <laughs> I would love to have no bones. No, I want an exoskeleton. Gross. Okay. I want to be a beetle. Yeah. I'd, get of, I'd get rid of butterflies. I'd get rid of mountains and snow. Okay, you're ruining the world. I hate this. <laughs> I mean, that's a, a lot train. of days. So, Whitney wants to go live on Mars because it's dry and there's no mountains or snow. I just like dry food and um and dry land. Okay. But I would get rid of Oh, all of those weird sea creatures. Crocs, <gasps> Crocs yeah. Yeah, I don't like them. I I realize they're kind of practical to just like for what go step on rocks you get rid of plastic in the river no plastic Mm, that's a good one thanks yeah everything like everything doesn't need to be plastic get rid of like oh my gosh like big corporations like get rid of like soda get rid of amazon how do you get rid of amazon oh imagine i don't know (laughs) how do you get rid of soda it's just carbonated sugar oh my god you know how i've mentioned that twitter trend that's like what's something that feels blank but isn't what I saw earlier was what something that feels smart but isn't, and then it was a picture of Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like this would affect maybe a great multitude of other things that I'm not thinking of, but what if we got rid of oil? No. Whoa. You can't. I'm not, I mean, you should, but like. Mm, Rachel's conservative. No, I'm not. I'm saying you should get rid of our re- our reliance on it, but the entire Earth would collapse. It's it's That's in the ground. That's what, I oh, meant. Yeah. That's what I meant by like I'm not sure what else would be affected. Yeah, by it's this. like I mean, get no. rid of like the tools that they use to extract oil. There's a, but there's so many oil rigs. That's my object. If, yeah, there's, if there's so and, many, then like that's so many days that you can live because you keep getting rid of them. I mean, true. Get rid. Oh, imagine like someone do being a dumb shit and getting rid of like nails, like to build with. <laughs> <laughs> everything just instantly falls everything, apart. Everything is rivets from now on. Yeah. What? About, I mean, there's so many things. Like, hmm, there's so many things. Water. No. You are banished to Mars. <laughs> um. Podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Blanket forts. No books. No no letters, no alphabet. Oh my god. No language. <laughs> I think everyone should just get their mouths so we, sewn up. We would just turn into bacteria. 
That just gave me war flashbacks. <laughs> well, rats. I stay. I stick with stand with rats. They're still nice. I stand with soup. Mount Vesuvius. Okay. Or just get rid of all volcanoes. If anybody, I feel like that no, would we need a volcano today. though. For what? That's where it come. It's gonna come out of the earth somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it can stay in there. It's gotta. I'm gonna go ask David like, Suzuki what's gonna happen if there's no volcano. Give it a David That's like Suzuki. trying to breathe. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love him. That's trying to breathe without a mouth or nose. Yeah, like how is the Earth has to? It's a living organism. I feel attacked. Well, you wanted to get rid of water and seal up all the volcanoes. So, I think it's a bad idea. No offense, but we learned today Whitney is a dumbass. <laughs> at me because I like dry Mr. Noodles. We yeah. were making fun of you thinking they weren't going to be realities though. <laughs> <laughs> like the oatmeal with no water. I don't do it anymore. Sure. Woman. Would. Mm. I was desperate. <laughs> Dino egg oatmeal. Dry. That mm. needs to be wet okay, for it one, to work. One more jab. I just got to get in there. <laughs> no. Cranberry sauce. <laughs> Is not a soup. <laughs> Cranberry sauce is a topping, not something you eat with a spoon. Because <laughs> that is barbaric. I have used cranberry sauce as jam with peanut butter before. On accident. But it's jam. Wait, yeah, it's Wait. just jam. That's just no. like you open a, cu- a jar of raspberry jam and we're I just shoveling it. honestly didn't know that you're supposed, when you have like a Thanksgiving dinner, I didn't know that cranberry sauce was supposed to go on something. I would like eat my potatoes, eat my turkey, and then eat a spoon I mean, I get it. Sauce. It's good. It's jam. It, the but. fact that no one has ever confronted <laughs> you or noticed this before makes me even extra concerned. I'm going to just start like giving you different like chut chutneys and jellies and jams weird jams honestly freak me out why i don't know but homemade jam i think it's because my mom kept the same jars of homemade jam in our fridge for 20 years and i know she's gonna listen to this and this is a call out mom you kept the same jam in the fridge for 20 years and it's disgusting well it freaks me out my mom used to make jam all the time i don't like homemade jam i don't know why then you've never had good j- homemade jam because it's amazing. It just scares me. Why? What if it was made yesterday? You all roasted me once. Maybe not Gabe. You roasted me once about liking marmalade. Oh my God. I love That's marmalade. Disgusting. So why? I love marmalade. No, I, I just don't really like jams. What? It's sugary fruit. I would just rather eat the fruit. Like I only like strawberry jam. I just think you really like are underexposed. It's not even like the good one. Like me and Gabe like chutney. We like a lot of the same food. We're sitting over here. Bruschetta. Oh. Mm. Me and it's Gabe pronounced bruschetta. <laughs> really? And <laughs> yes, I feel but like I'm being pretentious. <laughs> I feel like Gabe would like my choices in chutneys. Probably. I've haven't what had is a, a lot chutney? of chutney. So, oh, something you're not gonna like. You're not gonna like it. It's basically a preserved jam like event well you don't like pickles no they're gross but i do Wait, like what? lady I ash like pickles. i like she lady ashburn pickles. and i don't mind pickles on burgers but pickles by themselves are gross oh that's fucked but i like lady ashburn and you do too what's lady ashburn you would also hate it it's close to a chutney 
It's basically like chutney? it's okay. So it's Sauerkraut, like sauerkraut, right? Chutney. Give me one second. Well, that's not a chutney, but isn't Lady Ashburn like sauerkraut? No. Pickled ginger at the sushi restaurant. Oh God. Mm. I always give my pickled ginger to keep. Yum! It's I love it. It's so delicious. Chutney is a family of condiments or sauces in the cuisines of the Indian subcontinent. Chutneys may be realized in such forms as tomato relish, ground peanut garnish, yogurt or curd, cucumber, spicy coconut, spicy onion, or mint dipping sauce. So literally but anything. Could be anything. Big in England, too, um, because they stole everything from India. And it was, they. I had a really good, like, rhubarb, spicy rhubarb chutney. So it's like a sweet rhubarb, but it had, like, spicy peppers in it. Mm, and some crackers. Oh, so good. Oh, and they last forever. Like, I'm pretty sure I've had it for three years, and it's in my fridge, and it's still good. That sounds a little wet. It's wet, and it's good, and it's with that with feta cheese on a cracker. I said Philadelphia cream cheese. Oh, feta cheese, though. Yeah. I hate feta cheese. Chutneys are just are so serious? good. You don't like feta cheese. No, I don't. Hey, Winnie, go to Mars. Bye. Okay. This is now going to you be have, Rachel and Gabe's podcast. Every food on the planet. So I don't know how you're alive. You've just listed every food that I can think of, <laughs> and you hate it. She wants to cancel soup. I like. Yeah, soup is illegal. I don't get that. Um, why would I want to drink get, my dinner? You have to get your tonsils out. And you're going to have to live off soup. I will live off of water. And French vanillas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeding you soup. I can't have soup. What is it about soup? I don't know, but there's a picture out there of one time I refused to eat soup for dinner. I was like six. And my mom was like, you can't leave the table until you finish your dinner. And I was like, the soup is disgusting. So I stayed at the table so long that I fell asleep with my hand in my soup. And there's a photo. <laughs> wow. I never ate that soup. Still waiting to be eaten. It's still there. So clearly that is the only, re- that story, that event is the only reason you don't eat soup. No, that just proves how long I, I've hated soup. Oh, I thought that caused it. No, I just don't like soup. I just, it's gross. It's wet. And this has been another episode of Blanket Fort Books. I am NC Hot Waffles. Don't remember if that was this episode or last one, but MC Hot Waffles. <laughs> and I am upset. <laughs> and my name's Gabe. You can follow me at Abrams Records, and I will soon update my name to being hot MC Hot Waffles. You can follow me at rachelsucks.com. Or Wit and Wisdoms, whatever you want to do. <laughs> I'm at Board Seed, but please don't report me for inappropriate abuse and (laughs) bullying on the internet (laughs) and our official podcast twitter is at blanket fort book and don't forget that we will be doing a read-along of on the edge of gone by corinne doofus i feel i I don't know if that's how you say it because i feel like i'm calling her a doofus she is also say it oh that episode will be out on december 4th right also please 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 tell whitney how wrong she is about all the food she doesn't like. I'm sorry. I'm I was particular. Willing to leave it at that, but if no, Rachel, I think we need some discussion. Wants some discussion. I People guess. are gonna bully me, <laughs> and I still love you, and I'll still feed you dry Mister Noodles, and I'll shove them down your Thank tonsils. No, I, I can't be in the presence of that. But the worst one for me is the cranberry sauce. I didn't know. <laughs> Blanket for books. Blanket for books. Blanket for oh oh.